When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got a mission to find the best song that's ever been on Glee. There's no rhyme or reason to it, so don't get mad at me. We've got Andrew and Allison, who run the show as the Gleek of the Week, who's the head honcho. Glacket by glacket, we'll rank everyone to see which song will move closer to spot number one. Click of the week, click, click, click of the week. It's click, click of the week. Oh, what? just happened back with the glack back with the glack i was so okay hi everybody we're live reporting after we just recorded this episode with the one and only heather morris and we're reacting hi i was it's not so clickbait. it's not, not clickbait not clickbait it's clickbait. all real clickbait clickbait um i was so out of practice glacketing wise i was like oh yeah we have to we're not just watching these competitions we're competing the competitions we're talking. Oh, that's right. We've been doing this for three years. For no, three I felt like years. very out of sort. Um, like I'm like, oh gosh, gotta get my training wheels back on. Didn't help. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Like literally within a few minutes of the recording, Toffee Bloffy just jumps right onto the chair. Toffee, what an icon! Toffee well, was, was like, oh, Heather Morris is in the Zoom call. I will also be there. <laughs> I'm trying to network. Exactly. I'm trying to like <laughs> get my foot in the door, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to keep anybody from listening to the damn meat of this episode. Oh, but so if you want to stop listening right now and watch it, mm-hmm. it's on patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week pod. And you can watch the entire damn Heather Zoomy. Mm-hmm there so consider it i don't know it's consider a very it. fun episode um toward the end get a little emo with hemo <gasps> oh that that's a good title but i think that's like a little bit too sad <laughs> <laughs> that is a good title but no it, it it this is i'm really proud of i mean we just recorded it and i haven't listened to it back but yeah. i'm very proud of uh this episode and it's incredible. And thank you so much, Heather Morris, for doing this with us. Uh, you are an icon, to say the she's, least. She's not only a mother, she is mother. Mother. Period. Exclamation point. Starring uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Well, anything else? Here's the episode. No, go. Go listen. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm freaking out right now. Um, our Gleek this week. <laughs> Singer, actress, dancer, producer, she could do it all. Heather Morris. Heather, how are you doing? Oh my God, how do we start that? That I'm just, I can do it all. I feel so blessed. (laughs) Well, it was like crazy going through, like perusing (laughs) your insane Wikipedia article and just being like, what has this girl not 
done. I feel like you've accomplished so much in so many different like categories, obviously dancing, singing, acting. Now you're producing The Bystanders. Like what is one thing that is still like on your list to accomplish? (gasps) Ooh, right into it. Well, I actually just put together my vision board uh, about a week ago. I've never done one before. And I don't know if you're supposed, are you supposed to share what's on your vision board? I think you can. Does it not come true? Is it like a genie in a bottle thing? Like you, you, once you like tell a birthday it, it wish. happen? Yeah, it's like a birthday wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think you can share. W- well, so obviously producer is one of them and I have been working towards that. I would love for it to be more consistent. Um, it, it is a job that you have to be hustling the entire time. But yes. voicing a cartoon like, Disney, Nickelodeon, any sort of, even if it's like a a dark comedy FX show, that has been my dream for a really long time is to do a voiceover for one of those characters. I love to play characters. Like I just like to make weird choices and do quirky things. And um, I just would love to experience that and be on set and like, yeah, that's one of my my dreams. And just have fun with it. Yeah. I I, I mean, just like observing you from afar over the my cat has just <laughs> jumped onto my chair it's, it's what's your cat's name toffee toffee she's Hi, really toffee. just she knows that my we're favorite busy and doing something right now is toffee balancing <laughs> on the back of the chair she surely is yeah wow she's ready she's for just, Cirque du Soleil she's really athletic okay she's gonna be a another co-host no, it's amazing. um amazing um, but one thing that you're going to check off on your, uh, I guess, resume today is being our Gleek of the Week and helping us with our Glacket. Um, we're going to watch six clips of six different performances okay. from the hit fuck show Glee. What's that? And um, you will be helping us <laughs> decide, <laughs> if you're familiar, three songs to go forward on the Glacket, something we've been working on for the past three years almost three years yeah okay then what happens with this glacket do you guys do like uh end of the year karaoke or something (laughs) Ooh, that would be fun (laughs) that would be fun but we we go through each round so we took all all these songs met a certain criteria they had to be uh, shown on the show glee they had to have an itunes release version Mm -hmm. um and there were 666 of them and so we've been watching each episode of our podcast we listened to six and so to get through the first round see everything once it was 111 episodes a commitment and now we're on round two so we're watching these performances a second <laughs> time as we it's really important work yeah <laughs> no, I think this is amazing wait are you guys superstitious that's like a really intense number 666 i know it's a very intense yeah number. it's it's intense but uh, kind of curse but it's no, great. like a good i think it's a good luck <laughs> I think it's good luck. It's, a, it's yeah. an angel yeah. number. Angel number. Angel number. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How beautiful. Okay. Well, that's why we're here to celebrate Amazing. angels. Exactly. Yeah. And now that we're in the second round, I'm so glad we have you here to give us maybe a fresh, refreshed perspective on these songs. Um, mm-hmm. But Heather, if you were leading the Glacket overall, you were seeing all these songs, what do you think would win your Glee bracket. What is the best song on Glee to you? River Deep Mountain High was my favorite song ever recorded yes. on Glee. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, no questions asked. There's no yes. questions yes. asked. Yeah. Hands down. Well, I so I'm an 80s baby and I grew up performing, obviously. Like I did competition dance and that song was not only my sister's 
one of her first solos in dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still grew up like loving this song. So the fact that we covered that mm-hmm. was just, it was hands down like the best. And then we had the most incredible singers doing it, like the most yeah. talented on our show. So that was really awesome. And I feel like no, no Gleeks will like ever dispute that. If they're, if they're online, they're like River Deep Mountain High and they're like, absolutely. Yes. No question. Yeah. That's, that's the best song on Glee. Easily yeah. top three. I know there's a lot of mm-hmm. songs that we covered. It's honestly vast and like a multiverse in its own, but. Right. Yes. Well, let's get into the first song. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> season five. So late in the game, season five. Oh gosh. Here we go. I used to bite my tongue <laughs> and hold Oh my breath. God, you guys. to rock the boat and make a mess. So I said quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for nothing, so I fell for everything. You held me down, but I got up. Already brushing off that dust. You hear my voice, you hear that sound. Like thunder gonna shake your ground. You held me down, but I got up. Get ready, cause I'm happy enough. I see it all, I see it now. I got the eye of the tiger, the fighter. Dancing through the fire, cause I am a champion. And you're gonna hear me roar louder, louder than a lion. Cause I am a champion. And you're gonna hear me
starting off so strong. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Heather, have you watched this? Because this is right after your, your character left. This is the beginning of season five. Have you watched this episode, this performance, do you think? No. This is new. <laughs> this is new content. Amazing. <laughs> So what were your thoughts? You had a very honest and genuine reaction just now. <laughs> <laughs> and also what's interesting about this this version and take of it is that um, it's been over 10, like, has it been over 10 years? It's been a long time since that was it's, released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the perspective of it being so far away from when the show came out, too, it's like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the progression that the insanity <laughs> the progression from season one all the way to that that right that's a lot of context to give i'm excited to share the the premise of this episode because it's absolutely off the walls um they ask the age-old question are you a katie or a gaga um and so half the glee club is divided on whether they're katie's or gaga's mm-hmm. and um britney was not there that week and i would love to just settle where would Britney fall? And also, where would Heather fall as well? Where would Britney fall? Katie or Gaga? Um, let's see. Well, I'd like to say that Britney S. Pierce would probably think that Gaga was the ultimate queen because she takes really big leaps and makes really bold choices. And I love empowerment. Mm. Um and I think Heather as well agrees with that. Because <laughs> yeah. we all know that Britney S. Pierce is vastly inspired by Heather. <laughs> I mean, I love Katy Perry. I feel like they both make really big, cho- like big, big choices. And their vocals yeah. are amazing. Um, I can't speak to them personally because I don't know either of them. So. What right. about you guys? Right. I want to know your take. Well, we took the the BuzzFeed quiz. There's a an entire BuzzFeed quiz where you find out like this this rapid test of um of <laughs> where you PCR fall. test yeah. of whether you're a Katie and, or a Gaga. <laughs> and oh, like the I Potter fell on the the kind Katie of side. yeah. Okay. Yes. You fell on the Katie I'm, one. Andrew's a Katie and I'm a Gaga. And Andrew has this brainchild that we've done several times in our personal lives and for our patrons of the podcast is where you take this BuzzFeed quiz. And then you watch Katie Gaga, the episode of Glee. And then every time they say Katie, if you're a Katie, you take a drink. Okay. And mm-hmm. if you're a Gaga and they say Gaga, you take a drink. It's kind of chaotic because they say Katie and Gaga like 32 times each it's at least. It's an insane amount. Yeah. Um, but it's a fun, cute little way for us to pregame Glee, <laughs> Glee game. Did you do, the, did you do that before way. we got on today? Did you do that this morning? First thing when you woke up? <laughs> oh my God. We should have. <laughs> With some mimosa Maybe action. we should do that wait, right after this recording's over, maybe? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always down. But Heather, in this performance, we saw uh, Santana's other love interest, Danny, performed by the incredible Demi Lovato. What... <laughs> <laughs> she rocked it so hard. She sounds she, so good. She did the note. Yeah, right. Note. Like she did that. <laughs> Do you have any feelings about the Dantana storyline from Do your I perspective? Have any feelings? Well, given that I love Demi Lovato, I was not mad at that storyline. I thought it was mm-hmm. really great and beautiful, and almost like the intertwined beginnings of Demi Lovato's story, you know, entering mm-hmm. the LGBTQIA plus like yeah. era. So 
I thought it was beautiful. I mean, the fans might throw their slushies at me <laughs> saying that because, of course, <laughs> they are Britonna through and through. But it just might be better than Brit and Sam's relationship, I think. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Because the fans hated that. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Like, that was such a moment. I was, like, livid Everybody I, in high school. I was just like, are you kidding me? What are they doing? I was like, they I they were keeping Brittany and Santana separate for so long that I was like, are they ever going to interact again? I don't know what's going on. And then when, when you left after season four, I was like, I've just given up all hope. And then, of course, you know, you come back, okay, they get so married, then was everything it the, works out. The distance, was it a clickbait for you? Did it make you feel like you wanted to keep watching to see if it mm. would happen? Well, I like following the characters separately. Okay. Like, I was just like, um, Bertana meant the world to me, and it still does. Um, it was just like such, a, like I had a Bertana playlist uh, that I would, you know, listen to every day on the way to school. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed watching these characters separately okay. to see if they would eventually like reconverge. And for whatever reason, at the end of season four, when you're, you left, I was just like, well, this is it. Do I continue watching? And then, of course, you came back. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I popped out my child, and then I came back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, well, she's a mom now, so she can't act anymore. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> which is also the weirdest, I you know, like concept that comes along with becoming a mom in the industry. Like, mm-hmm. you know, once you have a baby, are you supposed to come back? <laughs> like, what does that look like? Right. Which is wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's pull what roar. Is against. Okay, this is a fun one. Season four that you are present for. What if I don't remember it, you guys? <laughs> this that is so okay. Big. You guys, I'm gonna win Diva Week. And do you know how I know that? It's because Yes, Jenna. 
Oh, and magic. And that is how I made the manager cry at the Cheesecake Factory. By, by being, being a diva. diva. Absolutely. <laughs> what is Emma's version of diva, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> she's, like, she's explaining to the Glee Club that, like, she's just very, like, particular when she goes to restaurants. Oh, right, right, And right. that's what being a, d- a diva is to Emma, which I think is hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably no inflection of anger in her voice ever, so. Exactly. What do you recall from this performance, Diva? Uh, first of all, that is an iconic performance, and I'm so grateful you showed that. Uh, we, are so, <laughs> we are so blessed to, to be an audience to that. Um, oh my god incredible like everybody did so and the costuming hands down i'm just amazing the hair yeah, they everything. look so good everybody looks so good they yeah. like i wasn't there um <laughs> yeah. it's like you were there <laughs> i was here right, heather <laughs> i woke up that morning because i knew i was pregnant at that point really and i woke up that morning just hormones raging and I've never had a diva moment in my life where I've like locked myself in my trailer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know what came over me. I was like sobbing hysterically in my trailer because I had hormones raging, right? Like I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like couldn't even control what was coming out of me before we started shooting that. And Megan Doyle, who used to work um, as a PA and a director's assistant, kind of had to console me before we went back out there because I was like losing my mind for no reason. Wow. There was no, yeah. there was nothing behind it. I just right, was as like- Right, as pregnancy hormones do. As preg- yes. I just was having a fit um, in, of, I don't even know what it was for. I can't even recall. So that's how unimportant it was. <laughs> and then I went on set and everything was fine. And, you know, was just living my best life. You give me a runway, I feel like Heidi Klum. So. <laughs> right. I mean, there was, that was not shown at all in the performance. So incredible. that's incredible that you were able to power through. I mean, like, Gleeks know that obviously you were dancing with Beyonce. I need to ask, have you seen, did you go to Renaissance? Did you see the movie? I'm so upset at myself. I have not seen the show. Okay. Well, okay. So I didn't see the live show. My best friend, Hannah Douglas, is has been on her tour for 10 years. Um and I usually get my tickets through her. And she was like, listen, we got eight tickets total for the entire seat, like the entire tour. Wow. Um, like comped. And then we don't get a discount after that because this is such a high demand show. And I was like, you know what? I know there's going to be a movie version. So I'll go see that. Mm-hmm. And I have okay. been out of town every day and I haven't seen the movie. I'm going on Thursday night. Did you guys see it? I saw it twice. I cried. I've heard. It was beautiful. I've heard. I mean, like, I couldn't get tickets to the tour, but I'm so thankful that there there's a movie version. And it just made me, like, so emotional. The things that this woman yeah. does. I mean, like, you worked with her personally. I'm sure you get asked this all the time. What is she like, Beyonce? Well, she's a Virgo. So she's very <laughs> detail-oriented. She knew the second she Virgo's was Virgo's groove. She, yeah. she groove. <laughs> <laughs> you know the second that she concepted this tour she had the movie in mind so mm-hmm. i was told when you when you go to see the movie you can tell from the very beginning like she knew how to film this from start to finish and how she was going to make the stage yeah um complement the film so i to answer your question yes like that's how 
I entered the camp as well. Like I went straight into rehearsals in Brooklyn for the Beyonce experience. And when she would come in, she, she was not a diva by any means, but she came in and she was like, okay, so the lighting looks a little off here. I want to fix this, this, and this. My microphone yeah. needs this, this, and this, um, you know, cause she has a lot to do. So she's just trying to get down her list of things that she needs to get done in the most respectful way. It was yeah. never a diva. It was like, listen, I got things to do and here's my list for you. And now let's go rehearse kind of thing. Right. It's just incredible. I mean, like, very I cool. feel like I'm, it, that's been very evident. Yeah. Like the decades that we've known her, but like to watch like this entire process through the movie and just, you know, like uh, her mom, Miss Tina, like saying like, you know, she is the hardest working person that I know. And I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter. Like she actually is like so involved, like you're saying in every single aspect, which is just so incredible. Tina yeah. is the MVP of Beyonce. I am obsessed with her. <laughs> Tina is the underdog she of is. Beyonce. Yeah. We should get a sweatshirt um, that says. Yeah, Miss Tina. <laughs> Tina. Also, I just, I need to shout out the fact that she, she has like, I don't think she does as frequently anymore, but she was like, like she was doing corny jokes on Instagram and they were the corniest jokes of all time. <laughs> and just seeing like Miss Tina just like deliver the worst jokes of all time. I'm like, I live for this. Was she doing, <laughs> was she recording it and then posting it? Yeah. She's like one, one I remember specifically was, um, did you hear about the kidnapping at the school? And then she pauses. Don't worry. The kid woke up. Haha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Obsessed oh. with this woman. Great. <laughs> wow. Um, and so, I mean, it just m- must feel like out of body to be like singing her songs mm-hmm. on Glee. Was it like when you got the script ever, and you were like, "Britney's going to be singing Beyonce. Britney's going to be singing like these insane musical artists." What were was there a fear there of like living up? That's a really good question. Yeah, I remember when I got um, Run the World. Mm. obviously I wasn't the strongest singer and I always reflect back and I try not to feel like any sort of regret, but I I always look back going, I really wish I would have done more with doing, um, doing vocal lessons and like making sure that I was, what's the word? I guess just feeling like I was doing my due diligence in the role that I was given. And obviously that has a lot to do with like mental health and, taking care of my, my, I, I knew that I should have been supported at that time, like for myself. And I just wasn't either way. Once I got that script and I saw run the world the first time I was like, holy shit. Like, am I worthy of this? Would they gave this to me? Like of all people, um, which was cool. But you slayed it. I, I mean, have. it's, I think that that might be my favorite. Bertola, we call so that we have abbreviations for all of the characters' <laughs> solos. So a Britney solo would be a, a Bertolo. Cool. Um, do you? <laughs> thanks. That's very cool. Um, <laughs> of you guys. <laughs> who, what was your favorite Bertolo of the series? Oh, wow. Um, I should have been ready for this one. I did love Run the World. <laughs> that was really cool. What was the, uh, the Britney, I mean, sorry, the Katy Perry song we did? For Sue Sylvester. Oh, California Girls. California Girls. That wasn't a solo, but it was also a really funny shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I really love that. But as far as Bertola solo goes, it's 
It's like that one, uh, Run the World was a was a favorite of mine for sure. And then I love the duo with um Blaine that I did. Um Shout. Shout, yeah. Shout was really so fun. I am partial, especially around this time of year, Christmas wrapping. My number one. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the reason for the season. The reason for I didn't the know what I was celebrating. Wait, I have to change Christmas my answer. Ready. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so it incredible. So, so good. And it's like my mom and I share this thought. It's not the season until we hear Christmas wrapping Gleecast version by Gleecast. Ding, it's ding, incredible. Ding, 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 Thank ding, you for ding, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Naya used but, to text me every year and was like, I'm listening to Christmas rapping again. Oh, oh that's I amazing. Love. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget when we were recording it and her just giggling. And she's like, this is incredible. <sighs> it's so fun. And like they condensed it so much in the episode. Yeah. I feel like they all, it's like only like maybe like 40 seconds. Like right. Brittany comes in, out, like that's it. I'll, like I'm so grateful that we have like the full iTunes version, mm-hmm. but I'm like, please let this girl sing. Let her do the entire damn song. <laughs> the, like the whole beginning. <laughs> oh my God. Treating us. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But uh, a Britney song that was supposed to be in this episode that we've heard is uh, Dancing on My Own was mm-hmm. reportedly supposed to be in this episode. When did you, what was that? Did you film that performance or when did you find out that like songs would be cut from the show we didn't film it uh i think it got as far as concepting um Mm -hmm. they had a plan to do the stage with just mirrors and it was just the Mm -hmm. mirrors like the rehearsal room and i was supposed to be dancing in there and i think that we were so far behind and there was so much going on I kept telling Zach, I was like, listen, you give me a room, I'm going to dance and I'm going to live my life. We don't have to rehearse this. But as far as production goes, they always want that like rehearsal tape. So camera department and every and production knows what they're going to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think because it just kept getting pushed overall, that's why it got cut is because okay. like we never had a rehearsal. Um, and I was like, please, please, please. Ro- this is my favorite song of Robin's. Um, besides mm-hmm. Call Your Girlfriend, like mm-hmm. this song is me. This is me in a nutshell. And I have to perform this. And it got cut and I was mm-hmm. so devastated. Oh, gosh. Oh. I mean, like I that's another that's another one where I'm like, I'm thankful that we have the audio. Right. You do sound they recorded it, yeah. incredible. Um, but yeah, would have loved it. And not to be like calling out other songs in the same episode and being like, why do we have time for this? But like truly like Kurt and Rachel sing a song from Les Mis in that episode, which could have been cut. We didn't need it. We could have. We could have listened. We could have seen dancing on my own, we, and it would have been. We could have gone and better watched television. Les Mis on its own. On its own, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I always, I always wonder: should I record my own version of it? Like, should I film yes. it on my own? Then I'm like, I will I get sued by Fox? Probably. Well, well, for the fans. worth it, maybe. <laughs> well, and then I do a big fundraiser on GoFundMe. I'm like, exactly. Like, yeah. Just pay the fine. Oh my gosh, yeah. don't play with me like that. I need it <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Is it on OnlyFans or what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, That'd be know. incredible. Well, we have to add the matter of the Glack It Is, song versus song. So which one is going on to round three for us, Diva or Roar? Diva, for sure. 
Diva for sure. It's Diva. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Roar. Sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Diva is a female version of a hustler. Exactly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Moving on to our second competition, season two, Blow Low, <laughs> a Blaine solo. Anticipating. <laughs> Here we go. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Okay. Baby girl, where you at? Got no strings, got men attached. Can't stop that feeling for long, no. Mm, you're making dogs wanna big, breaking them off your fancy legs. But they make you feel right at home now. Oh. All these illusions just take us too long And I want it bad Because you walk pretty, because you talk pretty Because you make me sick And I'm not leaving till you're leaving Oh, I swear there's something when she's pumping Asking for a raise Well, does she want me to carry her home now? So does she want me to buy her things On my house, on my job on my loot, shoes, my shirt, my crew, my mind, my father's last name. When I get you alone, when I get you, you'll know, babe. When I get you alone, when I get you alone. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Baby girl, you the sh- that makes you my equivalent. Well, you can keep your toys in the drawer tonight. All my dogs talking fast Ain't you got some photographs Cause you shook that room like a star now Yes you did, yes you did All these intrusions just take us too long And I want you so bad Because you walk city, because you talk city Cause you make me sick And I'm not leaving Till you're leaving So I heard there's something she ain't bluffing Rubbing up on me well, does she want me to make a vow? Check it. Well, does she want me to make it now? On my house, on my job, on my loot, shoes, my voice, my crew, my mind, my father's last day. When I get you alone, when I get you, you'll know, babe. When I get you alone, when I get you alone, Ooh, when I get you alone. <laughs> The worker's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm hooked. I want to know what happened. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. the context of this is Blaine is in the Gap, serenading his crush that works at the Gap. He ends up getting the Gap employee fired for this. Uh, mm. And it's... That's right. That's right. Just kind of mayhem. We've talked to a bunch of the warblers in this scene. And one of my personal favorite questions to ask the warblers is like, hey, every time you showed up on set, you wore the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And 
I want to pose that question to you because for so long, Brittany strictly wore the Cheerios outfit. What was costuming like with that? Like, did you wear the same things every day to shoot? Was there a rotating Cheerios outfit? There was a rotating Cheerios outfit. I went on a roller coaster ride with my Cheerios outfit. Um, (laughs) There was a lot of hateful words sprung at my Cheerios costume. Oh boy. Uh, Well, it's like, you know, A, I'm like half naked, Mm -hmm. which just feels uncomfortable sometimes when you're literally in like underwear and then a skirt half the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, around like crew members and castmates, you know, like we're all young and hot and we're like looking at each other and it's like, okay, I just Mm want to come in here and work and I don't want you Uh to stare at my ass today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And then it was like 50 degrees on set every single day. Ooh. And so Naya and I would come in and, and Diana at, at some points, which of course I was so jealous of her because she got to like go in and out of this storyline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we would come to set just freezing because we were in these baby little uniforms. Um, yeah. Ooh, chilly. Chilly, chilly. Chilly, Willy. Did you, (laughs) so did you like it when, when Brittany did, Brittany like uh, later in season two is out of the Cheerios. Brittany and Santana both, yeah. Brittany gets to show off some impeccable fashion. I feel maybe the best sense of style. We begged for that. It was a huge day when we got to have fittings that weren't, that we actually, wait, we actually had to have fittings because before we didn't have fittings because we were wearing the same (laughs) uniform every day. Right. Unless it was a special occasion. Do you have a favorite Britney fit? I'm curious. Do we have a favorite Britney fit? I thought it was really funny when she wore the, um, the, like, when they all wanted to be, what's her name? Leah's character. Oh, my God. Rachel. Rachel, yes. Rachel. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember her? Remember her? <laughs> Remember Rachel? <laughs> when they all wanted to, like, when they were all dressing like Rachel for the, for the episode. Yeah. But she made it look the best, for sure. Mm-hmm. She wore the leg warmers um, on her arms. Yeah. So good. It's so, it's so funny. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Um. So when I get you alone, performed by Blaine, Darren, Chris, Darren is in season two of the bystanders, which I'm also very obsessed with. I'm curious, will there be a season three of the bystanders? And if there's anybody from Glee that you would like to grab and put into that world, will there be a season three of the bystanders? Um, We are hoping so. We're in talks with a couple companies. Um, Our original plan for the bystanders was a visual Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you guys who are listening, The Bystanders is a scripted podcast um, about a group of people who witness or experience like uh, um, something horrible and, you know, they either choose to do something or not. And so both seasons are separate storylines. Uh, season one, I have Kristen Chenoweth and Jane Lynch. And then season two, we have Jane Lynch recurring and Darren Chris comes on as well as one of the main characters. And... So when we when Ash, Lindsay, and Jacqueline Hales wrote this, it was originally a movie. Oh, wow. okay. And I, yeah, so I came into the conversation. They had already started the pitch, like the whole pitch um, format. And I was like, hey, you guys, 
we could make this on our own. Let's try and do a scripted podcast. It would be such, it would be so much more manageable and we'd be able to get an investor way earlier. So Mm -hmm. anyways, that was that. Um, We never expected to even go to a season two. So we are very lucky that we even got to get that far. Um, And so moving forward, we're just, we're really trying to get that visual. That'd be amazing. Yeah. If there's anybody that you could take from Glee and put in, who would it be? Oh, well, um, I was just thinking, of course, we had Michael Hitchcock in season one as well. Yes. So that was really fun. So funny. Who would we have in season two? I would, I mean, in season three, I would love to have Harry. Mm. I think Harry, Harry would be great to have in season three. I mean, That'd be fun. he's a busy man. I was but just going to say, like, could we get him? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. He's yeah. so busy. Um, or Iqbal. Iqbal is amazing as well. Would be very, he would be oh, very That would be incredible. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, Michael Malley would be a dream for me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, anybody, truly. Truly. I love all the options. <laughs> what about you guys? Should I ask the same for you? Who would we love to hear on The yeah. Bystanders? Ooh. I mean, even a little just Kevin and Jenna cameo mm. would be so yeah. fun, the duo, but I love it all. Would they appear as Kevin and Jenna as themselves? Or would they appear Ooh, as characters? That might be a little bit too meta for me. <laughs> <laughs> Universe crossing. Yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, I could listen to Diana Agron read me the phone book. So I will That's never deny okay. more Diana. <laughs> she does have a very soothing voice. Yeah, I could listen to her talk all day. Um, when I get you alone against another song with alone in the title oh boy i hear the ticking of the clock oh that's good i'm lying here the room's pitch dark i wonder where you are tonight no answer on the telephone and the night goes by so very slow Oh, I hope that it won't end oh, alone. Till now, I always got by on my own. I never really cared until I met you. And now it chills me to the One or two? That's season one. Early. Early, yeah. early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Early, mm-hmm. early is some of my favorite episodes. Season one is incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Untouchable. Obviously, so many great guest stars over all six seasons of Glee. Chris and Chenoweth being one of them, obviously. Um, was there anybody that like you wish that Brittany had more scenes with? Like you shared scenes with Gwyneth Paltrow to like Nene Leakes. Obviously, like Jane Lynch was, you know, there all the time, but huge jennifer like, coolidge was there anybody that, uh, that jennifer coolidge yes i was just gonna Hello? speak to that i was gonna say i wish we would have met jennifer coolidge way earlier mm-hmm. and had so much more of her like especially season five yeah would have been great mm-hmm. to have her all the way through the top to the end mm-hmm. yeah 
I know. Oh my God, the magic, the magic. And before, like, I mean, she had this giant moment that she had with White Lotus as well. And so, like, it's great to, you know, that she's getting her flowers finally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were we were lucky that we got her right before that too. It was like, it was, it hadn't started yet, but she was kind of making like a little resurgence. And so she came on with mm-hmm. Ken mm-hmm. and even her coming to set, she was like the nicest person and so conversational. And it was just really cool to be around her. And I was like, just so you know, I love you. I'm like obsessed with you. Yeah. I've loved you <laughs> since the beginning. Um, you're perfect for this role. And I'm so grateful, <laughs> like all the things. Did you have any say in who Britney's parents would be? No. no, 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 no. I mean, most of the time we would try and like throw ideas out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I didn't even to my like furthest expectation, Jennifer Coolidge would never have come to be my mom. And then she did. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the casting of Ken as my like stepfather was unmatched i think i think that's such a great cast i love it and i love that this competition is when i get you alone versus alone Mm. kind of yeah incredible (laughs) when it comes down to this second glacket competition which is going through for you we've kind of brushed over the performance we just watched but um that's a really (laughs) tough choice golly gee whiz i like the OG season one. So I'm going to vote for season one alone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm doing when I get you alone. Oh, gosh. So I'm putting you in the hot seat. <laughs> oh, well, gosh. knowing that there's so many blolos. Oh, but when I get you alone is so good. There's so many blolos in the third round already. I'm going to. I'm going to go with our Gleek of the Week. Okay. When else are we going to have Heather Morris in a Zoom call? I'm going to I'm gonna agree with Heather Morris. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. I pulled some Incredible. weight here. <laughs> okay. The final competition. And our final competition, oh. song number one of our final competition. Incredible performance, if it will ever load. <laughs> From an iconic episode. Let's see. Here we go. Oh yeah. Blame it on the goose, got you feeling loose. Blame it on the trunk, got you in the sun. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. She says she usually don't, but I know that she front. Cause I don't know what she want, but she don't want to seem like she's easy. I ain't saying what you won't do, but you know we probably gonna do. What you've been feeling deep inside I don't lie now Boy, what you drinking? Gonna let it sink in Here for the weekend Thinking we can See what we can be If we press fast forward Ooh. Just one more round And you're down I know it you never up Feeling on your butt What? You don't even care now I was unaware How fun you was Before my bus set in My bus set in Mama's so 
got you in the zone. Blame it on the From oh, good. Blame It on the Alcohol, like the top tier episode. Yeah. What do you remember, Heather, from the filming of this episode? I remember, I, I, I feel like I'm transported being in the hallway, filming the scene where we're all wearing our glasses and we're all hung over yes. um, in the hallway. And it was, re- it was a really funny episode to shoot because we could kind of act however we wanted. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't like we were stuck to, you know, being present and happy and it's morning and daytime. So I guess the juxtaposition of like the everyday filming was really fun because then we got to go in there being like, I don't fucking care. Like, (laughs) you know, that was really cool. Um, I don't know what it did for the youth at that time. I don't know if it gave them the courage to start sneaking alcohol into school. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's liability in that, but (laughs) I feel like at the end of the episode, it was like teenagers will drink. Like that's kind of like we're not Glee's not going to stop that from happening, but like at least be responsible because we see later on in the episode that um right Brittany has a vomit um moment on stage, which you know those can be the downfall. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah. So the tube, the tube that was set up for the special effects. It went up my leg and through my shirt and then it was taped to my neck and then taped to my face. And so I had to oh go to the, you know, the side so you couldn't see any of the tape. Uh-huh. Um, and of course it was like a special setup shot. Yeah. Uh, that I had to vomit then on Rachel Berry. Um, <laughs> How was that? It, it, to, vom- like, <laughs> to vomit on Rachel. To vomit on Rachel. <laughs> I remember feeling so horrible, like just getting gack on somebody, you know, like mm-hmm. as much as it is like a shtick. I was like, oh, God, that must feel so disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Did you taste it at all? That's such no. a weird question. OK. I don't think so. Anytime we did any sort of like ingestion, mm-hmm. it was always tested and they would make sure that like, was this right? Do you want any more of this, this, this and this? So, okay. no, it was purely... No. It was purely a setup. So Coming none of it went in my mouth. Okay. Um, and then I can't recall. I'm sorry, I don't remember, but I can't recall if like later we had to put some around my mouth so it looked like I was, mm. you know, kind of wiping mm-hmm. it. Gross. I can just imagine props or whoever's making the vomit. Just like what a what a fun thing to do for work. They're like, what do I like, put in here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do I make it chunky? Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Oh. oh, no. I think that scene, though, is like the first. I know that the Britney Britney episode is before this chronologically in the whole scheme of the show. But that TikTok performance is like the first Britney memory I have in my head as a fan. And my dad still says key dollar sign, huh? Like, (laughs) I'm like, my dad has not listened to a Kesha song in 10 years, but he says key dollar sign, huh? On a regular basis. Hilarious. The pieces of pop culture that fall so far that they are embedded in my father's brain, that means it's important. So. I mean, this was just like an incredible episode. Blame it on the alcohol. Like, do you ever 
as someone that was part of it, I'm curious, like, do you ever like, I want to watch an episode of Glee. Do you ever do that? Do you rewatch clips ever? Or do you just let it yeah. be? I knew this question was coming because I was like, how do I answer this as honestly and truthfully as I can? <laughs> you know, like, go ahead. I do sometimes. I try to like flip it on to be like, I want the nostalgia. I want to, I want to watch my friends be epic and I want to see everybody perform. Mm-hmm. I also try to show my kids what I used to do on the show. And so, you know, cause they see me out and about and a lot of people will come up and ask for a photo and there's no reference mm-hmm. for that. So they knew I was on a show. Yeah. I sang, I danced, but it's a little bit too advanced for, as a mom for, for me to let my kids watch, watch it. Um, references sure. that they don't mm-hmm. quite understand yet. So I'll turn it on and like watch performances. Sometimes I get super nostalgic and I'll sit in my bed and like cry and watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, to see, to see old friends and missed friends and things like that and, and reminisce. Um, mm-hmm. I don't watch it enough. I should be watching it more. And I think I just, I need to get through that. Like personally, I need to get through whatever that is in my head. That's like, this is too hard sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like I give it up to Jenna and Kevin because they continuously watch it like year after year. And I'm like, Props to you guys, because that takes that takes a lot. Yeah. 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 I could only imagine. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Speaking of your your children, like what have they seen of Glee? Do, like how do they fully understand how much of an icon their mom is? <laughs> uh no, they have not seen many. They've seen like three uh-huh. episodes. And we mention it a lot. Like we'll 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 talk about it in the car and they I'll tell them I'll play it for them and we should watch it. And mm-hmm. um and then sports comes along and then new movies come out and we just never get to watching it. So that's totally mm-hmm. on me. Uh, they have seen Britney, Britney. And I showed them Dinosaur because I thought they would nice. think that's super funny. And of course they loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in what world? Like all of my best friends who are dancers are wearing these giant dinosaur heads. Yeah. At Promosaurus. So it's so wild. Another key dollar sign, ha. Huh? Another key dollar sign, ha. Huh? Blame it on the alcohol. This is our final song of the episode. It's against a very somber song from a huge um, episode. Oh, boy. Oh. up to meet you tell you I'm sorry you don't know how lovely you are running in circles coming up tails heads on a science Just scared. 
sad, so sad good. song to end on. I know. So good. I every time we watch that performance, I'm taken back to the first time I watched it, like sobbing, like Finchel's breaking up, Clayne's breaking up, <laughs> Britannia's breaking up, <laughs> Shu and Emma. Uh, Don't care up. as much about them, but they're also <laughs> they're breaking also up. There. <laughs> Oh uh, God! What what do you recall of this this huge breakup episode? Heather? I don't remember any of it. <laughs> you don't remember any of it. I don't it. remember any of it. <laughs> I was at a, such a dark place in my life. I don't remember a lot of that stuff. I do remember it uh-huh. ending, and because I remind me, this was when she was leaving. Right, everybody was kind of going their separate ways, or they had already left. So Santana had graduated. Yeah. And they, Santana and Brittany tried to do the long distance thing and Santana nips in the bud and is like, let's just like be single, each of us, because we can't do this long distance thing. And so they break up. And then at the end of the episode, all of the couples break up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Scientists together. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, as you can tell, I disassociated some of the show. (laughs) It's at the forefront of my mind always. So. (laughs) You're the Glee Encyclopedia. I appreciate you yeah. for being my reference point. <laughs> You're my philosopher. Oh my god, a glo- glossopher? Glossopher? Maybe. I Maybe. have one final question for you, kind of encapsulating what we've all talked about and before we do blame it on the alcohol versus the scientist, which is kind of the most chaotic competition I've I hate heard it. it. <laughs> uh, it <really> but, <laughs> but Heather, you went from Season one with a very, with a minor role as Brittany. And then starting in season two, we really get to see this character blossom to being one of the biggest ships in the show. And so important for so many reasons. Where do you, do you remember any sort of like shift when it was like, oh, this is like a big deal to a lot of people? Was there a specific... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being on stage for the the stadium tour and mm-hmm. sort of really feeling the dedication and energy from the audience when I would be on stage with Naya. Because, I, as you guys know, like, filming is very different than, than connecting with your fans. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was a very big disconnect. And, you know, we were going to set every single day. I wasn't like out and about with the world. And so when we went on tour, it was it was such an eye opening experience to meet so many people. Um, but mostly when the second we hit that stage together and and we were even just talking on stage, the fans were erupting and the whole stadium was gyrating. Like it was wild wow. how much people loved our, our storyline. So for me, I felt like that was that was kind of my like really deep understanding of how much it meant to people. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. I feel that's to amazing. to hold like you're not only you're doing a job, but to feel the pressure of all the the fans as well. That must be really intense. I don't think I ever felt it was super intense. I think it's just so genuine from mm-hmm. from that community specifically, the representation. Um, There is intensities in certain people who watch TV shows and find, you know, who they're obsessed with and being a fanatic for people. I don't quite connect with that. I don't understand that where people 
don't see me as a human. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that to me doesn't make sense. But I think we were so, so blessed that we had this beautiful community in the LGBTQIA plus that felt like we were their voice. And so that never felt unsafe. It felt like we were, yeah, we were taken care of really well. That's great. I love that. that. I mean, yeah. Thank I just like, thank you for everything that you've done for the, it's just like, I, I just, I don't know where, what my high school experience would have been like without Brittany and Santana. They just, they just gave me so much. The landslide of it all, just everything. And so it's just, thank you. I appreciate you. For that. So then you felt more inspired by Brittany and Santana than you did Kurt and Blaine? I did. Yeah. I, I felt that Brittany and Santana, I just, I remember hearing like whispers that they were going to, um, make the like them have a relationship, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is going to be like comedy genius. This is going to be hilarious." And seeing how it was handled so delicately, and the landslide, and and Songbird, and all of these these performances, I was like, "How can I not be fully obsessed with this?" And so Brittany and Santana being these two funny characters that also are gay and in love, I was just like. Like sign me up. Wow, I need yeah, all of it. That's beautiful to hear because they were so polar opposite. You know, like they were yes. never meant to be together, and then they ended up together. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. cool. Thanks for sharing that. Oh my god, I'm sure that you get like told things like this like on the daily from from fans because you have done just so much. I don't ever really get to question though. A lot of times it's in public, and so people will come up to me and want a picture, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, you know, I don't want to bother you, but I want you to know how important I you are to me and and what your character did for myself and how you saved me. Yeah. So I get small interactions, obviously, but like, you know, I never get to question somebody who like genuinely loved the show for season one to six. So that's cool. And they were there. And it's just, it's so great. Like you were saying that like the episodes will always like remain that it's like, even in high school, like I was able to rewatch the episodes. Like y'all were like my friends, like the characters were my friends. And it's so stupid to say, but it's like, that was a safe space for myself and a lot of other gay teens. And so providing that um, just felt like, you know, such a close relationship between the audience and the content. So yeah. Amazing. I, I, Love that we're able to have a conversation about this. Yeah. This is surreal. <laughs> um, but bringing it back to Blame far less alcohol. important versus the, the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't make that decision first. I have to go to the scientist. Heather, you sound, everybody sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that vocal you pull out for the scientist. <laughs> Chef's kiss. <Aww. laughs> Everybody's beautiful. We were so lucky. Um, I don't know. Guys, I don't know the pressure. Like, what? I don't judge. I don't judge you got talent. You know, I, 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 I have to get through my days as it is, right? <laughs> Scientists. Yeah. Yeah. I think as far as like overall storyline, that has deeper meaning. And so there, I'm going to go there. Because the show I has agree. a lot of comedy, and and I think that that was a really significant moment. There, yes. I made a choice. I agree. Scientist. Amazing. Done. <laughs> Done. So now do we pick between uh, all the ones we've already chose or no? No. Nope. We're leaving that oh, okay, for the good. future. We're going to. That's gonna, future yeah. us problem. 
<laughs> we're we're done. The work here is done. Okay. But before we let you go, um, we just like to ask everybody uh, who comes onto the podcast if Glee was still on today, where do you think Brittany would be? What songs do you think that she would be singing? What songs would you like to her to be singing? Hmm. What's going on? I don't know, guys. Okay, so if Glee was on today, what would she be doing? Where would she be singing? What would she be singing? Where? I don't know. In the shower. Um, <laughs> if Glee was on today, I always, I always envision that Rachel Berry stumbles upon Brittany S. Pierce, like trying to not maybe not selling herself on like the Hollywood Boulevard, but she's like trying to still be famous and be a YouTuber, and it's not happening. And okay. and Rachel Berry has to like reel her in and try and bring her back to life. You know, mm-hmm. like she's like, Brittany, I know, I know that you lost Santana or whatever that story looks like. Did, did Santana move away? Did she move to Germany? Who knows? Maybe she really did pass in the show. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Brittany's losing her mind and like spiraling and like trying to get back to her, her um, like younger days. And then, yeah. and then Rachel Berry tries to reel her back in. Maybe there's some epic <laughs> performance on Hollywood Bowl. Ooh. Or on Hollywood Boulevard. I need it. I need it to be sent into production. Yes. <laughs> you like this treatment? Okay. <laughs> I need this. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll split up that treatment. We need you in the writer's room. <laughs> I prefer to be in the writer's room. I love this. I love I love getting to know what the characters are doing and like what, um. what spawns these ideas. I mean, you know Ian Brennan. He's such a genius. It's so fun what he did with all these characters. So. Mm-hmm. But you have your producer hat now yeah. for the bystanders. So I think that by all means, um, speaking of, we're at our time. Heather, thank you so much. Everybody needs to go check out the bystanders. Is there anything else that you would like to plug? The bystanders season two, it is out now on all podcast platforms, wherever you listen. Um, yeah, we just need you to go listen, subscribe, like, enjoy the authenticity and richness in the audio drama that it is. I mean, you guys listen to it. The musical score is just epic and we actually got to mix in 3D sounds. So you will hear such, you will have an experience. Sounds yeah. so good. You will have yes. an experience. Yeah. Wear AirPods. Like it's, <laughs> it's so like clean. I'm like, this is, I feel like I'm there. Yeah, so that's good. the fun part too, is just like not only the, because I got to be a part of the writing process in season two. But um, yeah. creating that world and then going in at the very end and deciding where the world exists and what it looks like was really fun for us to create for the listeners. So, yeah. Go listen. Go listen to the bystanders. Thank, Thank you, you so much so again, much. Heather. Thank I had you. a wonderful time. Bum, 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 bum. It's Gleek. Gleek of the week. <laughs>